0: Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Berauski, joined here along with my co-host Brian Zerber. On this episode, we are fortunate to have our John Game system. John is a starting right guard for the UCLA Bruins, and one of the top returning players not only in the Pac-12 but in the country as a whole. John, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on, John. You know, want want to start by talking about this past offseason. You know, we're getting closer to the upcoming season, week one, senior year. You know, a lot of anticipation based off your play from this past year. Um, you know, just reflecting on, you know, your film fr- from the 2021 campaign, talking with coaches, um, what did you work on um, in the offseason to take your game that next level for where you wanted it to be for the start of this upcoming campaign? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think um,
1: my personal growth this last year has been a reflection of the team's growth overall, too. Uh, I think the biggest thing for us is going and for me personally is going from, you know, being able to execute, do our job, to being able to dominate every rep. And, you know, that comes from consistency, that comes from a culture of love, and that comes from having that mentality with every player. Um, for me personally, I think the biggest thing is being more decisive in what I do. Um, I played three positions last year. I, I imagine we'll bring that up later, but, like, being able to play a right guard now has really been helping me understand and hone in on one spot specifically and then taking the intricacies of that position and applying it overall to my game. And then uh least really just wanting to dominate every rep, like I'm saying, like imposing our will on other teams, you know, creating a new line of scrimmage is something really big for me this year and mentality we have as an offensive line unit.
2: John, obviously, like Jack mentioned and you just mentioned, the season is not far away at all. As fall ball wrapped up, spring ball wrapped up, kind of getting a glimpse of what this team is capable of doing uh, this year. In terms of making a dent in the Pac-12, what do you feel, not only you have to do individually to contribute to uh, winning a Pac-12 title, but overall as a team, what do you guys feel that you have to do to reach that goal? Uh, For me and
1: the team, the biggest thing is just staying committed to the mission and having our habits reflect that. Uh, we have the saying on the team, how does it reflect the mission? And, you know, our mission is to in a pac championship. And that comes from being the same guy day in and day out. Uh, we've done that thus far, and we don't plan on changing anything about that. You know, it's what you do every single day. It's an incremental growth day in and day out that gets you where you want to be.
0: Yeah, speaking with, uh, you know, that growth, um you know talking about where you're at now being one of you know top guards in the country as a senior you know it takes everyone you know stages to get to that point to to where they find success you know at at what point you know throughout your career did it really click for you and you realize all right i can contribute at you know at a high level you know in the pac 12. yeah um
1: the biggest thing honestly i going off that, i didn't want to talk about my early days um I came in the lowest-rated recruit in my class, a 250-pound soaking wet O lineman. I only played tackle when I played center, and like I struggled with crazy imposter syndrome when I first got here. So um, I probably would say, like honestly, until COVID season, really was when I was like, I belong and I can really contribute here. And like you know, growing as a leader and understanding having confidence in myself allowed me to create confidence within my teammates as well because. I had to go through my own personal struggles and I had my family that was always boosting me up, telling me about what I could be. When I had seen something in me that I didn't see in myself, you know, Coach Kelly saw the same thing in me, um, just allowing me the opportunity to thrive and create that confidence. So I'd say COVID season really when I guess, the coin flipped on that.
2: John, just mentioning family, how supportive has your family been in all all the uh, decisions that you've had to make throughout your career playing football?
1: Yeah, my family, I, I love my family because they've always been supportive of me when things are really bad, but they've never been people to decide for me. Um, my parents have always empowered me with my own choice, uh, especially in my college decision. Like, um, when I decommitted from, uh, Princeton, my original commitment school, they sent me alone to do that with both of the coaches. And that was kind of the first time I tried really made a decision as a man in my life. Um, but my family's always been super supportive. Uh, knowing the struggles they've gone through and the fact that I'm halfway across the country from them, you know, they they've always been so persistent through so many trials and tribulations in their own life that whenever anything gets bad out here, you know, I have people I can talk to, find commonality with, and they'll always give me guidance. And I I can't ask for anything else.
0: Johnny you already touched on it a little bit, you know, coming from a place where you don't usually see players go to ucla you know being a you know not necessarily the highest recruit coming in 250 pounds soaking wet as an offensive lineman take you through you know what were those early times like at at ucla for you your, your freshman season what was that adjustment like as a whole for you
1: yeah it was it was crazy um Honestly, one of the biggest people that helped me get through it was Alec, who's been on this show before. Alec was my best friend coming in. I met him. Uh, like we, we became friends instantly when we got here. Um, but, like, for me, the biggest thing was finding a home away from home. Because, like I said, coming from so far away, like, there were days. I, I've honestly only been homesick a handful of days while I've been out here. But when it hits, it hits hard, you know. And I think having the support system I have and my coaches and my teammates out here has made that transition a lot easier. And the thing is that this is my choice to, to really come out here. And I think I always knew that I wanted to go East Coast or West Coast. And I, I've always been pretty independent. But like having that home away from home has been a really big thing for me. And my teammates have been so supportive in that process.
2: Just the early relationships that you formed with your fellow teammates, did that boost you, your your confidence at all?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I think it kind of goes to like having a brother like in your family. Like my brother personally is ten years older than me, but every milestone he hit when I was going through those milestones, I was super competitive with where he was. And um, another guy I have to shout out is Samirazo, who's still here now. Um, but he's like, like him and Alec, like the three of us, especially in the O line room, have always been super uplifting to one another, but also super competitive with one another too. And I think that's helped us all push each other to new heights that you didn't really, you might not have seen for yourself. Um, I think having that family environment, having that brotherhood allows you to you really bond over the times of adversity, but you also like you want to push each other every single day. And that helps you reach out that you might have never seen possible for yourself.
0: John, mentioning how you know want to play East Coast or West Coast, you know, independent guy, you know, want to go back to your high school career. Can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, your high school football career in general, what the recruiting process was like, handling that, and then what went into that eventual decision to, you know, choose UCLA?
1: Yeah, so uh, my high school recruiting was really weird. Uh, I didn't get to go to the opening camps, um, but the reason why, of course, well, my my, my papa, my grandfather, my mom side like, he passed away actually um, in June uh, going into my senior year. So the whole summer, um, we were going down to take care of my my gang and my grandma. Um, she moved up here with us in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But, like, um, my recruiting was kind of hectic because I didn't have the summer exposure that most recruits have going into their senior Um I went to Marquette University High School, played left tackle my entire time there. But, like, it was kind of crazy how everything just kind of blew up. Uh, it started with Ivy League offers. Um, or and, and, and it kinda of just blew up from there. I had Power Five Offers like coming in like overnight, really. Uh my decision really had to come within the span of like a month. And the thing that was most hectic was whenever I felt I was decided on a school and really ready to consider a place, another school came around. And I think that didn't allow me the time to really process through my things. But when I got the call from Coach Kelly, uh, I was just chilling in my house and I I was like, Oh, I was like, Yeah. And he called he was like, Hey, this is Chick Kelly C L A. Uh, we really like you. We want to have you out on an official visit. Um I came out here in uh January and of my senior year and like yeah, the choice is easy. Um it was it was snowing when I got on the plane, leaving from Wisconsin of course, and it was seventy five degrees at ten o'clock at night when I got off the plane. So yeah, that was that 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 was very helpful. And then um when I was on this visit, uh I just I just fell in love with the school and the place and like the team and like this is the place where I really felt I got along with the older guys that were here already, especially the guys a year older than me. Like I was saying, like Sam, right, and like there's still guys here like Shea Pitts, and all these guys really contributed to me feeling at home when I was first here. And then like just the opportunity to compete at the top level academically and athletically was just something I couldn't pass up, and I'm, I, I have no regrets. I'm just really happy that I made the choice that I did.
2: Balancing schoolwork as well as football has that been a challenge at all Um, especially early on and what did you decide to major in and is that a field that you would possibly want to go down once your football career comes to a end
1: yeah so uh for me it's never it hasn't really been that big of a challenge uh i majored in political science we'll start with that but my high school marquette university high school in milwaukee uh to college preparatory school so like they always prepared. Me. Like I honestly am, so grateful for the challenges I dealt with my freshman year there, because it really set me up to succeed. Added on the lifestyle of a college athlete. Um, uh, I majored into local science, modern African American studies with a focus in racism and, and politics. I graduated early in three years, and then uh, this last year, or this finish this upcoming season, I'll be finishing on my masters in transformative coaching and leadership. So it's a master's in education. Um, career path wise I don't even know honestly uh coaching always seems really interesting to me I may not want to go to position or head coach route just because of the time commitment to be honest with you but like I think being a strength coach or even becoming a professor back at UCLA would be something really cool so
0: John uh you know I want to talk about your early career freshman season you uh, you came in there how you know how did you prepare yourself hey you know I'm most likely not going to, you know, be, be playing as a freshman. But, you know, here are the things that I have to do to prepare myself for, you know, my my redshirt freshman season. So, you know, what did you work on, you know, that redshirt year when you came in, you know, to, to UCLA?
1: Yeah. Uh, so the biggest thing for me was, like, I knew physically I was not going to be where I needed to be anytime soon. But mentally, I had to be sharp. Um, due to a couple of injuries, I ended up traveling my freshman year when I really wasn't anticipating it. I was kind of mad, honestly, because I wanted to win Scout Team Player of the Year, but it didn't go out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was honestly, I was, I was the last man that, that would have gone in the game my freshman year because I was, like I said, 250, 260, right? But uh biggest thing for me was always knowing the game plan, top to bottom, and, like, really knowing my stuff, even though I wasn't going to be the guy out there executing, you know? I never wanted to be a liability to the team. And, you know, it first came to shove, like, Worst case scenario, I knew I would at least be out there knowing what I'm doing. I may not be able to do everything I I know I'm supposed to do just because of physical limitations as a a light O-lineman, but, like, I knew where I needed to be, and, like, I knew going into my next years, like, I never wanted to be the guy that you couldn't count on to know what he needs to do and be able to go do it because the physical side was going to come, and obviously it has, and it will continue to develop every year. But, like, the mental side, you can't make an excuse as a young guy. You know, you got to be on your stuff. And Sam Mirazzo was really helpful. And showing me the ropes, teaching me how. And I think the biggest thing with being thrown in the center is, like, you got to know what everybody else on the field is doing, too. So that was really impacting me and my development as a
0: player now.
2: And, uh, John, obviously, um, a lot's been going on uh, this past summer, just in terms of conference stuff. Was that a distraction for you guys at all? Uh, was that a distraction for you, um, just with all the, all the outside noise?
1: Uh, nah, not at all. Like the news was crazy. We didn't, we didn't know um beforehand, but like we we found out during workouts, and we woke up and worked out the next day like nothing happened because you know you can't control that. All you can control is what you do every single day, and we were like, it's not going to affect this season in any way, shape, or form. In all honesty, anyway, so we're just out here trying to do our best to win a Pac-12 championship. John just finished,
0: your know, final wow. Uh all camp. You've been in this program a while, you know, since you stepped foot first day on campus to now, you know, on the field In what ways do you think you've improved the most? Definitely like the control aspect
1: of what I'm doing. Um, like I was saying before, being a young guy, knowing what I'm supposed to do and maybe not physically being able to do it. Like I think the biggest thing for me was as a young guy, being able to visualize myself as I am now. Um, and just, really just playing with the tenacity and intensity and a focus that like only comes through like years of working for what you work for, you know? Um, I'm really excited for what's to come because I know us all the team had that same vision and, you know, we've worked towards this, we planned it out. And like my role as a leader on this team is to have that control and allow my teammates to thrive in the situations they're presented with. So,
2: How do you want to become a uh, available resource for those younger kids who are in your spot, how has the role that you've taken on this year, being your senior year, being an elder statesman, how has that changed from first time out on the uh, field?
1: Yeah, I think at the, at the start, leadership starts with accountability. Um, and that's always been something that I've really prided myself on, being an accountable guy, guy that my teammates can feel comfortable talking to and somebody that, like, can speak from experience. Uh, I don't think leadership means being the loudest guy all the time, but I think it definitely means bringing the right energy, um, speaking when you need to speak. And for me, like, Coach Kelly really honestly put me in leadership positions very early on. Like, right after my freshman season, I was a squad leader. Like, he empowered me to have a voice. And, like, at that point in time, I didn't feel like I deserved to speak because, honestly, if you haven't done anything, like, you can carry yourself, like, the same way every single day. But if you haven't done anything – I don't think you should be the first guy talking to everybody. Um, At this point in time now, though, like, you know, honestly, I've done it all. Um, And I think that experience can allow me to add a lot of wisdom to my teammates. And, you know, the trials and tribulations I face, I think I can offer a blueprint. I can't dictate how they feel in their situations and how they're going to, these things are affecting them. And I might not relate completely to their experiences, but I think I can find some commonality with my teammates, especially being an out-of-state guy, wasn't highly recruited, was on a scout team to start, you know, had to earn what I got. Uh, I think I can offer a lot of, like, real-world perspective. And I think coming from so far away and being I, – I, I always attribute my Midwestern hospitality. Like, I feel like I can talk to anybody in my locker room just because, you know, the way I was raised and who I am. And, like, I think that having that be be a really powerful thing for me to add to my team.
0: Don with your relationship with coach Kelly you know how would you describe it at this point you know it wasn't the same early on but you know he trusted you a lot and you know seeing that grow um you know how would you describe what your relationship has turned into and you know what's it like in general playing under coach Kelly
1: oh honestly like I'd probably just say impactful I, I think like the biggest thing for me is I'll tell anybody, like, Coach Kelly saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And that's from the first time he called me when I was sitting in my house in Wisconsin. Like, I was just flabbergasted. I was even getting a call from the school as big as UCLA. I was like, how did a Pac-12 school find me? Like, what's up? Like, this is Chip Kelly, you know? But, like, the biggest thing for me is he's always put me in the position to succeed. And I think him having that confidence in me has now allowed me to have even more confidence in myself than I could ever imagine. And I think that's... That's something I try to carry in my role as a leader now. Like, I really try to build up my teammates. Of course, you hold them accountable when they mess up or do things that aren't the best. But, like, when people are doing things right and even when people are having down days, I think it's really important to talk to them, show them what they are doing right, and show them how they can be of value and how they are valuable at this point in time. And that's something that he assured me when I wasn't even really, like, assured myself.
2: How important would you say is, having strong communication with your other uh, offensive linemen.
1: Yeah, it's crucial. Like offensive line play is all about knowing where you're supposed to be. And it's It's, fine. There's more of us on the field than anybody else. So like it's crucial that we all know what we're doing and we're all on the same page. And like our coach says it best. Like like, even if we mess up or we did say something the wrong way, if we're all messing up at the same time, it's better than one person doing their own thing and going astray. Um, a big thing for us is communication. Like that's really stems from knowledge. Like just knowing what you're doing out there, and that's something that we really harp on. And then just playing with fanatical effort, because like at the end of the day, O-line play is just making sure your guys in the gut makes the play.
0: John, this offensive line, um, you know, over the past few seasons has been really impressive. You got to play on a unit. You know, you you already mentioned, you know, Alex, Sean Ryan, Paul, a lot of names guys who have, you know, gone on to the next level, even years back, guys like Colton Miller going in the first round, seeing the success of this program, especially on the offensive line and transitioning, you know, to the next level, how has that motivated you and made you realize, all right, I could play at the next level as well?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing in our whole line room is just a standard of excellence. And I think that kind of just goes throughout the whole team as well. The biggest thing for us is, We're not, you know, I'm not building the wheel here. We're, we want to do big things, but there's blueprints and there's people that we can talk to and role models from the past. And even people that we know and have played with, like you were saying, Sean, for example, Alec, Paul, like all these guys that are doing things and like played well when they were here, like that's just the standard. And I think the thing is, as long as you push that ceiling or that, that floor and that standard up and higher and higher that's the expectation when you come in and then that allows you to push the ceiling higher than you could ever imagine.
2: John, obviously in terms of just like NFL and future, have you thought about that at all?
1: Yeah, of course I've thought about it, but the thing is like, you're going to get a lot further with your NFL aspirations. If our team does better. And the thing is like, I've been here for a while, and, like, we've been building something really good. And the thing is, I'm not in the interest of looking ahead right now. That'll come when it comes. And the biggest thing for me is just making sure that we have the best season possible here at UCLA. Because the NFL will be there afterwards, for sure. And that stuff happens when you you build up the program, like we've tried to build up UCLA, and, like, we will continue to build up. So, yeah.
0: That was John Games II, star office guard for the UCLA Bruins. We appreciate all your time and insight, and wish you the best of luck in this upcoming season. I thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Have a great day.